0: Hello, I'm Andrew McKay of Remax in Wasaga Beach and this is Wasaga Beach Talking, social news with market updates, neighbourhood information, real estate tips and more. How's the market? A question that I often get asked and one that certainly takes on a different resonance during the current pandemic. The stats are easy to relay, but how is the market actually working? On March 30th, I recorded a video on how real estate was being deemed essential under the Ontario State of Emergency. How has this evolved? If you have a moment, and it would be appreciated, to do, please do like, comment or leave a review for this podcast, especially if you have any questions. It's the end of April 2020, and before anything else, a huge heartfelt thank you to all the frontline workers that give the rest of us the luxury of staying at home, which we should all be doing. I hope everyone is safe and well. Real estate was originally deemed an essential service, and here I quote the Ontario Real Estate Association President Sean Morrison, to ensure homeowners with closings coming, people who have bought and need to sell to afford it, sellers that sold and have to buy or have nowhere to live, are able to transact and don't suffer in these already stressful times. What we've learnt since then is essential can be quite a broad term. People do need to buy and sell for various reasons. They need to, rather than want to. Life events and financial considerations come into play. Realtors were were allowed and permitted to continue to support clients who required services to close on these transactions, or for families who need to find housing. But as Sean Morrison further said, But let's be clear, the news is not a pass to carry on like its business as usual. The province fully expects realtors to use all the tools at their disposal to work with clients and close transactions remotely. That's the key word, remotely. Adhering to all advice from public health officials. There's no doubt the market in Wasaga Beach has slowed. There was a confirmed total of 30 sales between March 1st and March 23rd. This was slightly above the 2019 figures, as had been true in January and February. The market was definitely heating up. Then the state of emergency was announced on March 23rd, and a total of only three sales were reported between March 24th and March 31st. The first three weeks of April in 2019 saw a total of 28 sales, but this year, between April 1st and April 21st, the same period, the figure was 16. Considerably lower, but there's still an active market of sorts. The good news is, the last week just gone compared to the previous seven days has seen an upswing as people get used to the new norm for buying and selling. This week we saw 14 new listings, last week only 8. Last week 8 homes were conditionally sold, this week 10 and the biggest increase has actually been in firm sold listings, up from 3 to 10. It seems as though the initial shock has worn off and we are all adjusting both consumers and realtors. Now, How are realtors working with bars and sellers to keep everyone as safe as possible? First, we ensure the bar or seller is essential. There's essential service screening questions. That's a nice phrase. Which include, Have you sold your home firm at this time? Do you require the purchase of another home prior to your closing? Do you have access to accommodation for a temporary housing? Also, Have you purchased a home firm prior to March 25th, 2020 and are financially dependent on obtaining a buyer to purchase your current home prior to your upcoming purchase closing? Ongoing, the process obviously starts with listings. How do we work doing this? How do realtors work? As before, we research all online data about a home but maybe in a little bit more depth we have to get every ounce of information available And the initial meeting with the sellers will be via Zoom. Also, apps such as FaceTime mean a seller, a homeowner, can give the realtor a tour of the home. All no face-to-face contact. If a physical visit is necessary, the realtor will take all precautions. And there still doesn't need to be a face-to-face meeting. Sellers can be out or in a different room. Masks, gloves, hand sanitizers will all be used. The homeowners can leave all the lights on and open all cupboard and closet doors so the realtor touches as little as possible. All documents, the listing agreement, excuse me, can be signed electronically via email. If you would like to see a video on how DocuSign works, just drop me a note and I'll send one straight over. Photographers and videographers will take the same physical precautions or if the seller prefers they can take photos themselves. At the moment, buyers definitely understand there's marketing limitations. It's not business as usual. Now, whoever enters the property and also the sellers will be asked to sign a release of liability form slash waiver. This is a document for everyone to acknowledge the voluntary health risk they are accepting by having people into the home or entering the home and they will not legally hold another accountable at a later date promoting the listing is very much online as it was before covid-19 realtor.ca brokerage and personal websites social media such as facebook and youtube and we can send direct emails with links direct emails to buyers potential buyers with links to the listing the 3d tour etc now the purchasing process and before we talk about that in detail remember that a huge number of people already buy their home and they've never actually seen it I'm sure there's some quizzical faces. Just think about new home builds. They generally work from floor plans and maybe a model. The majority of models, though, aren't the actual floor plan that buyers eventually purchase. They're just showing finishes, the type of building, etc. With resales, houses on realtor.ca, we ensure that all available materials about the listing have been reviewed thoroughly by potential buyers. Pre-COVID-19, buyers would see a number of houses just, just in case. They may be interested in 3 or 4, but they generally try and see 6, 7 or 8 just to get a wider choice. Now we ensure the list of homes is narrowed down as much as possible to save too many physical visits. If there is a deal breaker, 3 bedrooms on the main floor, it is hot and the house has only 2, we highlight it and the home rejected. In the past, the bars may still have seen it just because just they had an interest, but anything we, we try and be black and white now, the bars have to be very, very disciplined. The aim of all this is to limit or negate face to face contact with physical viewings. This reduces the risk. One idea or process I strongly recommend is an offer conditional on property viewing. The in person showing is a condition on an accepted offer. That is to say, show the property virtually, negotiate an acceptable offer and have a condition that the property will be viewed in person prior to firming up along with the other conditions whether it be home inspection, finance, insurance, well and septic if necessary. The bar isn't committed until they see the home. This avoids any physical risk, any visits if, For example, during the negotiation, the price or closing cannot be agreed. That you know, there's it worries me that I take somebody into a house, they uh they buy they put an offer in, and for example, it's 20% below list or whatever, and the price just cannot be agreed. The uh offer doesn't uh, get accepted, and the bars look elsewhere. I'm concerned four or five days later, a buyer or seller gets ill and it's traced back to that visit. That could be completely avoided if it was a conditional offer, as I just mentioned. Then the nuts and bolts are in place. However, some buyers, understandably, do want to physically view a house before an offer. And as long as they are central buyers, all the previously mentioned safety protocols are followed. Waivers, assigned masks, gloves and lot. Are used, hand sanitizer, lights are left on, cupboards left open, and definitely social distancing. As with listings or bar agreements and offers can be signed electronically. Finally, we do have measures in place where the lawyers will work electronically to reduce any face to face meetings leading up to closing. Uh, we keep revisits to a minimum or zero if not really necessary. Keys will be left in a lockbox at the house on closing, again, just minimising face-to-face contact. All offers should have the COVID-19 clauses to cover events outside of the bar and seller's control. For example, if lenders or the land registry office is is closed and deemed non-essential, then delays can be in place actually on the offer. We will get the home closed, but there may be a delay totally out of anybody's control. If you'd like to see a copy of these clauses or do have any other questions, please do contact me. As always, I hope this was useful and stay safe. I'm Andrew McKay. Thank you for listening. You can contact me at 705-441-3179 or andrewmckay at remax.net. And don't forget, McKay spelt M-C-K-A-Y.